Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello and welcome back to India on 99.94. I'm your host, Nikesh Rugani, BBC and SEN commentator, and my co-host alongside, as always, Sara Waris of Wisden. And today we're going to be discussing Shikhar Dhawan. Bit of a blast from the past in, in terms of being in India's first 11 across all three formats, but still very much a member of India's ODI team. So uh, we'll be discussing the merits of having him in there, not only as a, a skipper for the younger generation, but is he worth his place in the side as an opener ahead of the 2023 World Cup? Because even when India's big guns are back, Shikhar Dhawan always seems to find a way back into the ODI setup. And just before we get cracking, a reminder that uh, you can listen to us via your usual podcast provider. You can also watch us on YouTube and download the 99.94 app. We're going to be with you several times each week discussing all things Indian cricket. So uh, do join that conversation. So Sara, Shikhar Dhawan then. We all love him, don't we? I mean, he's a lovable character. He he never seems to rub anyone up the wrong way. Plays cricket in the right spirit. Has been very successful for India on the biggest stage. His ICC record is fantastic in, in white ball tournaments. But is he worth his place in the side at the moment? They've got an obsession with him, haven't they, the Indian selectors? But let, let's go through his stats then. Well, you, you tell us first and foremost, actually, just while I pull up his stats, why you think they keep going back to him. Uh, probably, you know, he's the experienced player. Um, he's not in the T20I plan. So he's the experienced player who's around, you know, all these youngsters like Gail and all and... He captains them. They need someone of that experience to, you know, ease the likes of Sanjay Samson and the Gills into international cricket. So I think um, he's serving that purpose right now to just ease the youngsters into international cricket and be the uh, the head, so to say. Uh, and he choreogra- choreographs them in the dance reels also. So that's fun to watch. That's probably what, what it's about more that than anything, when, yeah. isn't it? Just him yeah. and taking all these youngsters yeah. under his wings. And he's he's got some pretty good moves as Shikhar. I think some of the youngsters need to... There was one... He got Rahul Ravid didn't one reels. Yes. So. I mean, to do that yeah. is quite some achievement, actually. So <laughs> he might be worth his place in the side <laughs> just because of that. But look, he's... 36, he's soon to be, he'll be 37 by the time the uh, the next World Cup comes about, the ODI World Cup. He's been around for some time. And as I say, he's got a great record in, in ICC tournaments. He's, I mean, look, he's got a good record across test cricket as well. He averages over 40, he's played 34 tests. Um, he's played 161 ODIs and uh, he's scored well over 6,500 runs, average of over 48 17 ODI hundreds as well. So you look at the stats on the face of it and and his overall career strike rate, by the way, 91.78 as well. So everything suggests that he's he's been a brilliant ODI cricketer, but 
Sarah, you've been looking specifically at his strike rate in the last 12 months, and that is an area of concern, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, not the last 12 months, uh, 2022 specifically. He has a strike rate of 74.60 this year. And in the power play, he has a strike rate of 69, which... The, like to me with how ODI cricket has changed and you know just how teams are batting more aggressively especially up front is just not good enough and uh, what's even more interesting is that he had a strike rate of well over 91 last year so um, or closing to 92 so you know just a sudden drop in form and um He's not even got the big runs consistently. He's not had a century since the 2019 World Cup. So, um, yeah, he's got a few 90s. He's ha- He has 96, 98 and 97. So, unlucky there. But, you know, uh, if he's there, he's played 16 ODIs this year. And an average of 40, which is his lowest in the last three years. And a stri- strike rate of 74. Somehow, you know, his reflexes are not what uh, India would want it to be. And with so many youngsters coming up, it's almost like, does he deserve the place in the uh, 2023 World Cup? Well, uh, part of it is is the partnership, isn't it? And, and we always talk about partnerships in cricket, whether you're opening the batting or, or opening the bowling in some regards, or even, you know, spin twins we talk about quite often and things like that. And and partnerships are crucial in cricket. And there's not many more successful than Rohit Sharma and Shikhar Dhawan at the top of the order in ODI history, really. They've got the fourth highest partnership in terms of runs scored across an entire career uh, from 2013 when they first came together in that Champions Trophy year. And uh, right up until the present day, so they've they've played 114 innings together, 5,125 runs. And it's not just that, it's the average as well, isn't it? 45.75, so, so really, really good. Not quite as good as uh, those above them, but they're just behind Greenwich and Haynes in terms of runs as well. Um, and, and they've played a few more matches together, but not, not that many. Uh, so just 25 runs in in that. So they'll soon overtake them if they play another couple of matches at least. And uh, then it's the the Tendulkar Ganguly right at the top of the tree and uh, Gilchrist and Hayden. Uh, so so they're in pretty good company there at the top of the tree. They've, they've got the lowest average partnership out of those, but only by sort of three runs below Gilchrist and Hayden as well. So really respectable throughout their entire career. And and maybe Rohit just as a captain, as as an opener as well, just likes having that security of, of having Shikha Dhawan at the other end. Do, do you think that's got anything to do with it? The fact that they've been together so long, they've been so successful for so many years, and it's just that sort of that trust that you have in your opening partner is is more important than perhaps we realise. Yeah, um, yeah, I do agree with that. But then again, you know, he's batted decent, like a long time with Kale Rahul also. So uh, why not? have KL Rahul up the order instead. Because if, realistically, if Dhawan plays, KL Rahul will bat at number four or five, which means that, one, there will be no place for Gil in the team. And secondly, there might not be a place for Ayer in the team also. Uh, Sanju Samson, anyway, as much as we want, I don't see him making the cut. So, because then there'll be Sky there, there'll be Hardik Pandya there. So, 
I don't see a place for Shreyas Iyer or Gail if Shikhar Dhawan is playing. So you know these two are they've shown what they can do uh, across different conditions and you know just their technique and everything. So it's worth asking just because you know Rohit feels secure with Dhawan, he's not going to play after the T20 uh, after the World Cup next year. So why just have him for one? uh event and why not give gail a go f- uh you know the world cup will be in india so just push gail into it and just throw him into the pressure situation and he he's going to learn so much and it's the way forward you know why just keep on sticking to something which has worked but might not benefit you in the long run so that's what um, i believe and one more interesting like stat i pulled up was shikhar dhawan this year has the lowest strike rate amongst all india players who've made at least um, 175 runs which you know he scored 567 runs uh yeah okay he's got the runs but his strike rate is only prasit krishna boom bhuvi Yuzvendra Chahal and you know all these Bumrah, Kuldeep Yadav, Siraj they have a lower strike rate than him so yeah yeah Kohli is on the list Kohli has a strike rate of 74.46 <laughs> but that was before he's back in form uh, now isn't he he came back yeah he's back so, in form so we'll allow him that right yeah. you mentioned some replacements there we'll discuss those in a few moments after we take a short break You're listening to Cricket's Conversation on 99.94. Whatever your team, we have the show for you on podcast, YouTube or on the 99.94 app. We have India, England, South Africa, West Indies and now Sri Lanka covered. If you want to find us, the best way is to follow us on social media at 9994dm by downloading the 9994 app or Google 99.94 on podcast. We speak cricket. So then, Shubman Gill, you mentioned there is a possible replacement for Shikhar and if he was to be dropped from the ODI setup. I really like Shubman Gill and and you're right, he's he's not just one for the future, he's one for now. He's he's a man in form. He's a man who's built up quite a bit of experience in the last couple of years in those India colors. and deserves his place i think at the top of the order the only thing is though sara is there a a slight worry that heading into a big tournament like that you can do well in these bilateral series and and india as a team have shown that in recent times haven't they doing well in these bilateral white ball series really well actually whether it's t20 odis winning everywhere winning against everyone then when it comes to the big stage in these big tournaments is a different type of pressure isn't it and and do you need that man with the experience like Shikhar Dhawan there to be able to handle that pressure in those situations because look in ODI cricket in bilateral series you're going to see 300 plus scores scored regularly these days albeit we didn't see that much of it in the uh, India South Africa series but generally you will see a lot of that but when it comes to tournaments you tend to see a lot of 250s because of all the pressure and given that is somebody like a Shikhar Dhawan more more of a valuable weapon for you at the top of the order than somebody like a Shubman Gill or even a KL Rahul who hasn't opened as much in ODI cricket. Obviously after the T20 World Cup the focus is going to be on the ODI World Cup. So you know why not 
throw these players then and give them a chance to open more consistently and in different conditions and you spoke of experience uh the thing is yeah obviously it's a major factor but if the world cup was in england or say south africa or australia or new zealand the experience would have mattered more you know in the sense uh, gil has played all of his cricket in india so he knows how to go about it he has played in the ipl he's played various uh, tournaments so uh, you know the conditions will be in india and uh, yeah it's just um, you know if it was abroad or in australia and england yeah you would have had dhawan and i wouldn't have uh, like argued that but it's going to be in india so yeah i do get your point but then again it's going to be in india and gil is someone who's shown that you know he can do so well in different conditions so why not give him a chance to do well in india also because it's almost like holding india back from you know going into the future and just for one event and then you are like okay we are we're discarding thawan because thawan is realistically not going to play after the world cup so is just that why are you keeping him just for that one tournament so yeah or they can easily rest him like you know how they rested him for the t20 world cup last year they can easily <laughs> just rest him yeah i think at his age uh, i don't think that that would go down very well and that that will signal the end won't it but the fact that he's in the side now doesn't necessarily suggest that oh he's he's going to be in the in the world cup because it's basically a b team but i think the fact that he was playing the odis when they did have all the big boys playing in england for example i think that does suggest that that he is very much a part of the plans and and he will be in that squad for the 2023 world cup here's another question do you just take him and maybe not start with him and then if you get an injury he can step in reserve opener i don't think that's happening i don't think that's happening indian indian cricket has not worked that way you know they just throw these senior players in they if you pick a senior player you play them otherwise you rest them like chetan sharma said like you rest dhawan and you rest chel that's what chetan sharma said in the world cup last year so um <laughs> it's not like it's not like england where they they can rest people like yeah. anderson and broad yeah. right even even when they're in the squad as well you know that rotation policy it doesn't seem to be a thing does it and i mean you know australia do it as well with with their quick bowlers in particular at times um you know when when they deem necessary and when they deem that they need to to be given a rest or they just need to go in with a different combination sometimes i mean mitchell stark's been been dropped several times uh, in his career and and what a fine bowler he is so yeah it just doesn't seem that the indian selectors have have got the the guts really in a way to to say this to the senior players and that that's a big problem in indian cricket the and it's been culture. gone back yeah. years and decades yeah the star culture like you know god bless him sachin tendulkar in the last year and a half of his international career there there wasn't any point in him playing into you know i loved the guy he's my hero i worship that guy but even for me the last year and a half of watching him in international cricket sort of post the you know 2011 world cup really 
he did did okay in the series in England, and you know he look he had some half century scores and you know that long wait till the hundredth hundred uh, in against Bangladesh in that losing cause and look it there were a few moments, but it just went on too long and and okay Shikadawan's not of the same ilk as Sachin Tendulkar, but it's just nobody could tell Sachin at that time that look I think your time's up. I think they owed it to him just to let him make his own decision up. But even those close to him, his his friends and, you know, the Gangulis of this world, or even, even forget teammates and friends, his family. And, you know, somebody should have said something earlier, I feel. And maybe they did. Maybe he just didn't listen. But surely somebody has got to tell some of these senior players at some point when they're not worth their place in the side that, look, I'm sorry, time's up. We're thinking about making a change. You know, you might want to start thinking about retiring if if that's something you want to do. If not, then then you face being yeah. dropped. So give them the choice. One point away. Let them go out on their yeah. own terms in the eyes of the world. Uh, but someone's got to have a word, haven't they, with these senior guys sometimes? Yeah, another example, like, uh, I was just discussing this. Uh, you know, Dhoni, I, I personally feel he should have retired at least from T20Is after the 2016 World Cup. He ended with a career strike rate of 126, which I know I'm going to get a lot of criticism for this. I have received a lot of hate for going after Dhoni in the past, like a lot of hate. But, uh, you know... Uh, for a finisher to have a strike rate of 126, it's just, yeah, it's not good enough. And I remember that press conference that, you know, during the 2016 World Cup, one journalist asked asked him about his future plans and Dhoni just replied with, am I not fit? So, you know, if I'm fit, I can carry on. You know, that's not really the criteria, you know. So fit, Sachin at 50 or... Oh, Whatever his age is, he is fit too. But that doesn't mean that, you know, he you can carry on. So uh, that answer had seemed so absurd even then. Uh, and yeah, with Dhawan, you know, the thing is, his direct competitor right now I see is Gil. So Gil, the fact that he has a strike rate of 107 in uh, ODIs this year and he's not far behind in runs also he's scored 530 runs and Dhawan has scored 567 runs so you know just the fact that the strike rate is almost uh, 30 or 40 more um, makes a lot of difference so I just hope that they you know have a look at Gale and not just consider him as a backup opener because I have a feeling that's what they're going to do uh, but yeah as you said someone should possibly have a word with him and not just say that he is rested for the World Cup if if it comes to that. Yeah, look, we, we hope that there's a lot of cricket to be played between now and then and, and we hope he finds his form and, and it'll be great to see if if India do have that success in that home World Cup once again, somebody like Ashika Dhawan who's given so much to Indian cricket over the years, just finding some form and playing well and, and contributing to that cause in that World Cup, that would be the fairy tale, wouldn't it, for for a lot of Indian cricket fans, a lot of Shikadoan fans, and, and for the man himself and his family as well. So that that's the ideal scenario. But again, it's if somebody like a Shubman Gill is playing better, mm-hmm. he could be perhaps robbed of yeah. an opportunity to open the innings at a home World Cup as well. So you've got to look at both sides of it, and uh, you know, just just 
let's see let's see what the selectors do we we don't know what goes through their minds half of the time um but it's an interesting one uh, with Shikadowan we're going to take another short break here and on the other side we'll discuss some of the other young openers coming through in Indian cricket if you love the language of cricket and want more then head over to the 99.94 app and you can hear all of our podcasts and cricket commentary. We're adding new shows all the time and covering cricket series from all over the world. Be the first to hear all of our announcements by following us on social media at 9994DM. Welcome to Cricket's Conversation. So, Sarah, we, we mentioned Shubman Gill, the, the obvious replacement for Shikha Dhawan, but... There are other options, aren't there, as well? I mean, you mentioned Kale Rahul, possibly at the top of the order. And Prithvi Shaw, we did an entire episode on Prithvi Shaw. Where is he? Nowhere in the reckoning. Keeps scoring runs domestically. No one knows, yeah. Strike rate is always really good. Is fitness an issue? Is it just attitude? What is it? Probably, I think uh, right now it's off-field issues. I think, you know, he they've just uh, turned their backs on him after he was involved in that dope. He was banned uh, for a few months by the BCCI. And just, you know, there have been incidents in domestic cricket where uh, his state team have pulled him up for uh, these disciplinary things and all. So I just think... Um, it's that because he was ahead of Gil in the pecking order, like by a far margin. So, yeah, there has to be something. It, I don't think it's a cricketing reason to keep him out, especially from the B team also consistently. So, yeah, I think something is something non-cricketing, I think, is the issue. Yeah, well, if he can sort those issues out off the field and, and just focus on his cricket and, and get his head down, he, he's got to be the... I mean, he might even jump the queue ahead of Gill in terms of talent and just raw ability and and strike rate and all those kinds of things. He really did have that wow factor when he burst onto the scene as both a youngster in in Shield cricket, uh, locally Harris Shield in in Mumbai, the school's competition where he was breaking records and then made his professional debut and scoring hundreds, hundred on his test debut as well. You know, just a fantastic start to his career. Comparisons with Sachin from such a young age. And, you know, he's, he's kind of not taken the turn we would have expected, but hopefully he can get back on track. Him aside, though, there's a whole host, aren't there? Rutharaj Gaikwad, there's Badikal, Venkatesh Iyer could bat in the top three. You know, there's... He picked up six yeah, wickets yesterday exactly. also. And he, and he can bowl yeah, as well. 62. <laughs> and he got yeah. Yeah, half century, six wickets. Um, you know, so th- there's a lot of talent. And that's actually the Venkatesh Iyer thing is interesting because... We keep going on about there's nobody really in that top six of the India lineup who can bowl or does bowl anymore. He can. So they they could do with somebody like that. Um, not necessarily right now, maybe, you know, in, in the next year, two years, whatever it might be. Um, but there's a lot of talent coming through. And the point I'm trying to make here is that even somebody like a Shubman Gill, if he gets kept out of the ODI... Ishan Kishan. Yeah, Ishan Kishan. You know, we talk about him as a T20 yeah. cricketer, but he can play up the top of the order in ODIs quite easily. Look, India started that trend with Sewag and, and people like that at the top. And, you know, Ganguly used to give it some as well at the top. And Sachin used to just do what Sachin does. So 
there's that we've always had attacking players at the top of the order and you know players who take the game by the scruff of the neck even in ODI cricket so why not i mean there's 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 a lot of options and the problem for somebody like a Shubman Gill could be i know he's young still but if Shikhar Dhawan then takes the place opening the innings at the next world cup 2023 he's got to wait another 4 years for his chance at, at a world cup and let's face it ODI cricket is pretty boring aside from World Cup years, isn't it? At the moment, look, there's so much T20 cricket. It just seems as though there's there's no need for as much bilateral ODIs outside of World Cups. I don't know if everyone feels that way. I, I kind of feel that way. Maybe just have, have a few bilaterals through the year. I know they've got the Super League and all that kind of stuff, the qualification for the World Cup, but surely there's a better way to do that. And just have less bilateral ODI cricket. If that does happen in the next cycle, then you're going to see somebody like a Shubman Gill perhaps just waste the best years of his career. And then you've got the next guy coming along and the next guy. And there's just a conveyor belt of talent coming through. It's kind of like, it feels like now there's is Yash the time. Dool and like, yeah, there are people like Yash Dool and all like, there are so many from the under 19 team coming up. So, yeah, the talent is so much, but the, it's unfortunate that, you know, they're just 11 places up for grabs. Thankfully now, you know, there are two, three teams which play for India. So we get to see more of these players in international cricket. But yeah, it's unfortunate for them also, you know, just um, going and yeah, it's just unfortunate. Yeah, well, that, you know, yeah. Shikha Dhawan, if, if you're listening, we love you. But we've just got to ask the questions. We've got to put it out there. Um, so best of luck to all of those boys who, who are in the mix for the 2023 World Cup. Uh, that's all we've got time for on this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe us and join us next time. Thanks for listening to India on 99.94. Please rate, review and subscribe. You can download the 99.94 app from where you get your apps usually. And you can follow us personally on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Nikesh Raghani and Sarah is at Swaris16. We'll put links up for everything we do there on this podcast and beyond. And you can also follow our network at 99.94DM on social media. Remember, if you love cricket, then we are the home of Cricket Audio. Follow us for podcasts and commentary from the bat and ball world. Thanks for joining Cricket's Conversation 99.94. Sports stars. They're like superheroes. But they're actually real. Which is why we've made a podcast about them. You see... They've all got a story. But too many of these stories were cut short. Colby Bryant. Payne Stewart. Flo jo, Phil Hughes. Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star. A new series from Crowd Network. <laughs> 